0: Most delicious life podcast we are back for episode two baby and I am so excited thank you so much to everybody who has listened to episode one thank you so much to everybody who has taken the time to message me who has posted on their stories who has given me feedback you are all so freaking incredible and this week has just been so awesome Overwhelming. It's just been so overwhelmingly positive, and you are all just so gorgeous. And the support, like I said, has just been <laughs> overwhelming, for lack of a better word. I, I, I just, I don't even have words. I don't have words. Um, today on your health, fitness, nutrition journey, whatever it is, mindset journey. We're also going to answer some Instagram questions, but I really want to start with giving you guys like a little update on my week. I think I might do this every week where I give you guys an update with what I've been up to in business, in life. Um, I record these on a Friday and then obviously you guys get to listen to it on a Wednesday. So I'm going to be talking about the week just gone. Um, Last weekend, it was my boyfriend's Birthday, and we went paintballing with our friends, and it was so much freaking fun. Although I did end up crying for a solid maybe like 15 minutes. You know, when you start crying and you just can't stop, and I am not an emotional person, like, I'm not somebody who cries very often. So maybe the fact that I got triggered by pain to cry, everything else was just coming up. But essentially, I got shot in the back of the head twice, twice I got shot in the back of the head. And the first time I remember kind of just like kneeling on the ground and I was just like, be brave. Don't cry. And you know, I think I'm a tough person. And I kind of like talked up a big game to the other girls being like, no, 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 it doesn't hurt that much. The boys are overselling it. It's going to be fine. You're all going to be fine. And I was like, okay, I got hit. I was like, be brave. It's not that bad. It's okay. Kind of got me on the back of the top of the head. And then literally like a minute or so later, I got shot in like the lower portion of the back of my head and I just started crying and I was like kind of trying to run back the back towards the back of the field playing paintball. And I ran past one of my friends and he's like, are you okay, honey? And I'm just there like, not really. Like trying to kind of keep it together because I don't want all these boys to know that I'm fucking crying. But then, you know, the game ended and I had to go back out to everybody else and all the girls are like, are you okay? And they're so, oh my God, bless their souls. Guys, you're going to hear me talk about my friends all the time. And I'm really hoping to get my friends on this podcast for kind of like a round table vibe, talking about all things, friendship and, you know, sisterhood wounds and feeling comfortable in female friendships as well. But anyway, they were all so gorgeous and they're all just standing there hugging me in silence because no one wants to talk to the person crying because then they're going to cry even more. (laughs) So that's how my Saturday started but we spent like the whole like next 24 hours with our mates um, celebrating my boyfriend's birthday. And that was really, really awesome. And then obviously the week started and it has just been a good week. There's It's just been a good week. But, um, except for Monday, now that I'm thinking about it. Monday, I really, I really struggled. I really wavered. And I do think that partially because I did drink alcohol over the weekend. So I only had five drinks over like nine hours or something like that. So not a lot, but I just think the way that alcohol can impact your psyche and your sense of self and your energies and the frequency that you're playing in, it actually, until you stop drinking, until you stop binge drinking or drinking as often, you don't see it until you stop. And then when you do drink again, you're like, wow, this really rocks how I'm feeling and really rocks how I navigate my day. So Monday started good and then it kind of went downhill. I started a new training block, which is exciting, but it also is quite mentally difficult, especially when I've got so much tempo work, guys, in this new block. Tempo work, meaning like you have to go three seconds down and then two second pause just for anyone who doesn't know. Um... But it is just so taxing on the brain and on like how much effort you're putting out. But we, went, we we made it through Monday and it was fine. And then the rest of the week has just been incredible. Obviously, I did the sneak peek of the podcast on Tuesday last week and it has just been a freaking whirlwind since then. Um, Friday today, I woken up, I went and watched the sunrise with my boyfriend. We went and got a coffee or an iced chai you know, guys, if I ever say I'm drinking coffee, just know that I'm not. (laughs) I'm having an almond iced chai, please, um, with my flat lid. And if it's not with a flat lid, it's not good enough. Um, And if it's not almond, it's not good enough. And if it's not iced, well, then it must be really cold outside because I'm an iced chai girly. Anyway, I could talk about my love for iced chai for an entire podcast episode, but I won't bore you guys with that. Um, So yeah, we started the day like that and then came home. We went up to, we have a little rooftop patio. Um, so we went upstairs and I watched Pete, that's his name. Pete's my boyfriend's name. I'll just use it. Um, yeah, I watched Pete water his plants because he's a plant guy and he's got all these bonsais and he just loves his greenery. Um, and then he went off to work and I, what did I do? Oh, I created an offer (laughs) and it's just amazing. Like when you really start the day, you know, from a place of intuition, from a place that feels good and it feels flowy and, you know, there's no urgency about it. It's not like I was trying to get things done by a certain time or, you know, oh God, Pete needs to leave home so I can do X, Y, Z and whatever else. Um, It's just amazing, like how, you know, creative you can feel. And I really didn't want to kind of like cp go to work and then for me to jump straight into my work i really wanted to utilize that creativity and i knew that i had an offer that i needed to create some branding for and like logistics for so i sat down and i did that and i'm so happy with it i cannot wait to um tell you guys about it which will happen very very soon um it's gonna be for my in-person girlies so sorry to those that are all online but it is yeah it's gonna be fucking awesome i'm so excited And then really since then I've just been getting ready for the podcast. We're here. We got our butterfly clips in. I've got my green sunglasses on. I've done my hair. I've done my makeup just because, just because I want to sit here and I want to feel like myself. I want to talk to you guys in my like own energy, my own frequency. And I've really got my silly pants on today. Like I just, it took me a long time to start recording because I just couldn't stop giggling and laughing at myself and singing songs. And I was just trying to shake it all out and then I couldn't shake it all out. But We made it. We're here. I also just want to talk to self-expression for a moment because I think it's a really big topic for a lot of people or, you know, a topic that they don't realize it's actually affecting and holding them back in their lives. And one particular client comes to mind for me because we've really been working on her self-expression and feeling comfortable in exploring that and feeling comfortable taking up space because Doing something like myself, like wearing butterfly clips or making green sunglasses a part of like my day-to-day look can be really, really overwhelming because it almost feels like you're bringing attention to yourself and self-expression or isn't always about bringing attention to you. And I think being bold and taking up space also doesn't have to mean that you're trying to attention grab. But I also, if you're afraid of attention grabbing or, you know, in quotations, attention seeking, why is that? What is so wrong with having attention on you? What is so wrong with potentially liking having attention? I think as women especially, we have been told for a lot of our lives that we need to be smaller, that we need to be quieter, that we need to blend in. But why do you have to do that? If you want to wear leopard print to work, why can't you? Just because all the other girls prefer to to wear black or beige. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with black or beige. A lot of the stuff that I wear is white. You know, or in the past, a lot of the stuff I've worn is black and I've got pieces of color now that I add into my wardrobe, but that's only because I'm comfortable with it. But at the same time, there had to be a transition period where I was pushing that boundary of comfortability because you're not going to become comfortable wearing color without actually trying it. And this is a conversation I used to have a lot with Pete because he is very into fashion. He likes dressing certain ways and I would always feel so jealous of his self-expression and how he was showing up. And I just never felt like I could, like I could equal that. I just never felt like I knew what my style was, but finding your style, finding your self-expression, whether that's with clothing or with your makeup, your hairstyle, or even how you speak, it can take, um, not practice, but it can take experimenting it can take trial and error and I think with a lot of things and we're going to get into this later is that none of us want to put in the time and effort and the patience to actually experiment and to actually have trial and error we just want it there we just want it we just want to know it we just want it to be easy but if something's easy then isn't something also boring And wouldn't we get quite bored? Because if life was so easy and you could just breeze through it and you never had a challenge and you never had a worry, I just think you would be quite, yeah, bored for lack of a better word. I can't think of anything else right now, but I really want you to ponder that. And I really want you to ponder like, what does your self expression look like right now? How comfortable are you in your self expression? Like if you Jumped on my Instagram and you're like, oh my god, your butterfly clips look so cute. And then have the thought of, oh, I wish I could wear butterfly butterfly clips. Well then I pose to you, why can't you? What's stopping you from going to the, you know, discount makeup store and buying some kids butterfly clips? If you like wearing, you know, orange, what's stopping you from wearing the orange dress in your office where everybody wears dull dull colors? Is that not? bringing happiness into your day is that not bringing like light and play into your day will that not make your day feel so much more enjoyable especially if you're sitting indoors and you know you're doing like you know mundane tasks potentially is that not going to make your day just so much more enjoyable um my client that i th- i think of you know i remember she posted on her story recently that she was wearing um a, a leopard print hat and then she was wearing a matching leopard print bum bag. And I just felt so proud of her because that's the kind of stuff that she never would have done in the past. That is her finding her self-expression. And you might think like, why is matching two leopard print things such a big deal? Like, of course you can wear that. And of course you can wear that, but we make ourselves feel wrong for wanting to do that because it's quotations out of the normal It's not what everybody's doing. It's not maybe what's in fashion. It's not maybe what's trending right now. But who fucking cares? Who cares? If you love 70s clothes and music and you just love the 70s and that's your fucking vibe, then go let that be your fucking vibe stop trying to match everybody else. You know, the world is so interesting because everybody is so different yet we're over here trying to be exactly the same as everyone else. And I heard it a lot when I came to the Sunshine Coast and I, and I saw it and I'm not having a dig at people from the Sunshine Coast because you could go anywhere in the world and see this, but you know, a lot of people dress the same. A lot of people look the same. You can you you can go out and you'll see five girls wearing the same dress from Universal, you know? And then, you know, I go back home where I'm from. And again, everybody's wearing the same type of clothes. Everyone's wearing the same type of fashion. And I'm not saying that's a bad way to express yourself if you enjoy wearing those things. But I'm just saying just because everybody else is doing something does not mean that you need to do it either. And I can't remember if I spoke about this in the last podcast or not, but I used to be friends with um, a group of girls on the Sunshine Coast, and I never felt good enough because I didn't like to dress the way that they did, and I didn't like all the same things that they did. I really liked liked them, and I loved being their friend, but there were so many there were differences that constantly made me feel like I was on the out, and that I couldn't fully be in the group because I wasn't 110% like them. And now I look at my group of friends and I'm like, wow, this group of friends are so amazing because we aren't all the same, because there's so much diversity here, because everybody is interested in so many different things. And we have such unique thoughts and, and ways to have fun and express ourselves. It's like, that's what makes the world go around, you know? So I really want you to kind of sit in this and really question yourself. Don't just go, oh yeah, I can wear the leopard print. Like, no, but how do you actually feel about experimenting and expressing yourself in a different way that you don't already express yourself in? So that's my fun little riff on self-expression. And I feel like we're probably going to talk about that a lot. Um, I feel like I need some music here, like, to move on to our next topic. Yay! Um, So I want to really talk to you guys today about The concept of movement being for life, because I really, I feel like, or I know that exercise and, you know, um, the gym and movement, it's all been so monetized. And what I mean by that is it has become a business. It has become an industry where brands and influencers and people get to profit off the insecurities of others. And I'm aware that's not some special, unique thought that I've just come across. I feel like we all know that fitness industry, it's called the fitness industry because it is an industry. It's a business. It's a place where money's made. You know, I make money being in the fitness industry, but I think it's about the way that we approach it and it's about the way that it's been approached for so long. And I wish I saved it, but I saw this Instagram Instagram reel the other day and it was a sound along the lines of, Will it be easy? No. Will it be worth it? Yes. And this woman was speaking to losing weight for summer. And then her caption was, it's three months. You know, you've got time. Why not have the body of your dreams? da 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 And I was like, wow, I exist on this pocket of the internet and in the fitness industry where this is just not the rhetoric that I see very often anymore. But it is so clear that it's still out there. And I went to her comments and so many people who did not have fitness accounts were were there cheering her on, were there saying, yes, I'm getting on my diet because summer's coming, because yes, this is going to be the best summer of my life. And I just feel so sad for those people who haven't been able to escape or don't know that there's so much more out there than this awful kind of dark side of the fitness industry. You know, for so long, exercise has been sold to us as a tool and as a product to fix something, you know, quotation marks, fix something. And it's fixing something about your appearance. We're not trying to fix your mental health, we're not trying to fix your relationship with your body. It's let's fix your appearance. Let's, fi- let's fix your stomach. Let's fix your legs. Let's fix your arms. Let's fix your body after having a baby, you know? And it's all about looking a certain way. And it's all about having this ideal body and fitting the mold. So really the the conversation at the start of this podcast about self-expression and fitting the mold is actually really fucking fitting right now because that is what the fitness industry has tried to do to people for so many years. For so many years we've been taught that exercise has to be a chore. It's like we're children. It's like we're children washing the dishes and you're going to get your pocket money for washing your dishes. So essentially if you exercise you're going to get your reward like a 10 year old child and your reward is going to be looking a certain way, your reward is going to be having a certain body and then that body is going to make you feel really confident and really good about yourself and all your life's problems are going to go away. Well, I'm really sorry to say, but it's just not the it's just not the reality. It's just not it. And I can say this from experience. I can say this because I've talked to so many people who have gone through the exact same experience. Because some of the pe- the fittest people in the world will come back and say, "Oh, what I was doing five years ago that was pretty toxic. That wasn't very healthy. I don't believe that anymore. I was so deep in the fitness industry." You know, when you go about your day-to-day life, do you feel like a child? Do you want to feel like a child? Do you want to be exchanging and, you know, um, looking at everything that you do just because it's, well, what am I going to get out of it? And most people will never actually stop and think, but what if it doesn't have to feel this way? You know, in regards to exercise being a chore, but what if exercise doesn't actually have to be a chore? You know, this morning I told you that I woke up and I saw the sunrise and I got to walk go see that sunrise and I didn't walk far but it wasn't a chore right you know there was something there to make me excited and you might go well there's a reward there because you got to see the sunrise and it's like yes but even if it wasn't to see the sunrise I would still so happily go for a walk because that makes me feel really really good and I think it's about what kind of reward we're expecting because if you're waiting for the reward of I'm gonna go for a walk because then I'm gonna feel really satisfied with what I've accomplished for the day and I know getting out in nature is going to just make me feel really light and happy then amazing that's the kind of reward that you're looking for but if we're looking for a reward like a child that's something physical like they're waiting for money or they're waiting for sweets or something and you're waiting for you know your body to look a certain way. I'm going for going for this walk. So my legs get thinner like that's the kind of reward that's really going to do damage when it comes to your self-worth. Like any conversation, like any concept, you're going to need to hold duality. So you're going to need to be able to um, contradict yourself because it's so easy to say, oh, we don't want reward in exercise, but then in the same breath go, oh, but the reward we do want might be watching the sunrise. The reward we do want might be feeling really good for the day. So as long as you guys are really happy to hold two opposing opinions, you're going to be able to learn a lot. You're going to be able to challenge a lot of your current thinkings and I guess like identity pieces and concepts about self. Going back to, but what if it doesn't have to feel this way? You know, I just want to refer it to something more specific. So what if exercise doesn't have to be about weight loss or muscle gain or to burn calories? Um, You know, what if you could actually just enjoy it? What if exercise could just be a part of your day to day because 80-year-old you wants to be able to get out of bed themselves and put on their socks and shoes? What if, you know, exercise is just a part of your day because it's really good for your mental health? And I actually love these videos so much on TikTok. And it'll be, I don't know, this creator walking around a gym, generally in America, asking like the biggest, buffest people in the gym, why are they training? And literally every single answer is because of my mental health. It's because if I didn't work out, um, you know, my mental health would, would decline. It would be because the gym saved my life. Every single answer that the people that, you know, you would essentially look up to in the gym because they've got muscle and they're, they're lean and they're this and their body goals and <laughs> whatever shit, you know, the answer that they go to the gym is generally because of my mental health, because it keeps me sane, because it's an amazing start to my day. It's never because I like having big muscles, it's not because you know um, I want a big bum, and that can be like a secondary goal. Like when I go to the gym, I train glutes because I want I want a bum. I don't like training glutes; I like training shoulders. But I, I want I want glutes, so I train them. You know, it's it's like a secondary goal. It's also pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to do something that you don't like one hundred percent. Like, I'm sorry, but I fucking hate leg day. I hate leg day. And I'm not saying that every single leg day that I do, I'm like, this sucks. But (laughs) it's a mindset that I don't make mean something about myself because it would be so easy to go, oh, I don't like leg day. So every single leg day, I'm going to crack the shits and it's going to be a bad session. No, I have awesome leg day sessions. I just know it's not my bloody preference because it's so hard. Like working out gets to be fun. When you put in the effort to make working out fun, it actually gets to be fun. You know, if you enjoy running, but somebody once told you not to run because it was gonna lose, it was it was gonna make you lose your muscle, and you stopped running, and now you lift weights and you hate lifting weights, go back to running because it, you actually enjoy it. Actually, brings you happiness. If you enjoy lifting weights and someone told you that you need to go lots of, do lots of cardio to lose body fat and you hate doing cardio, go back to lifting weights. It's not that complicated it shouldn't be that complicated it should be about what you enjoy doing and um like i said pete my partner he is a high school teacher and he's currently um teaching psychology and he brought this concept to me of free will versus determinism and you know the concept of free will being that you know humans get to make their every decision without influence Uh, at volition of their own consciousness versus determinism which is the idea that behavior is determined by forces that go beyond the individual's control which can be both internal and external and if you guys want me to talk more on this I absolutely will because I was a psychology nerd in high school um and this stuff just like gets me so excited but when I heard this and I thought of determinism, I just thought of how often I see people driven by that concept of determinism, by the external forces. Like imagine if you had never seen a magazine cover. Imagine if no one had ever told you that exercise meant fat loss. Imagine if no one had ever shown you Instagram and shown you those gym girlies to look up to. Do you still think that you would make exercise such an evil thing in your life? Or do you think that, you know, one day you might have gone to the gym, picked up a weight and gone, huh, this is fun. This makes me feel really good. I feel really strong and empowered. So it's just about how we've been molded and, I guess, manipulated to feel and think certain things about exercise. And Like I said, working out gets to be fun when you put the effort in to make it fun, when you challenge your way of thinking and go, does exercise only ever have to be about fat loss or can I do multiple things at once? And I'm not saying that having a fat loss goal is bad. Absolutely not. But it's if that is your only driving force, then absolutely you're going to get bored after two months, after three months, maybe after four weeks, because all you're going to be waiting and looking for is that physique goal or is that physique change? And that actually takes a really long time. So I want to ask you guys, are you treating your health like an exchange or are you treating it as a gift? And what I mean by that is exchange. So you're exchanging your time and energy and effort in the gym to receive a different body or are you treating it as a gift? So what is the gym giving you it's giving you strength it's giving you empowerment it's giving you the I guess mental capacity to be able to overcome hard things because if you're in the gym and you're trying to lift 80 kilos off the ground that's going to take a lot of mental capacity so what are you giving first what are you receiving because when we're in the gym for fat loss goals only we tend to victimize ourselves and feel like we are only ever giving And you get to that point in your your fat loss journey where you're not seeing the results that you want to. You're not seeing the dramaticness of the results that you want to. And you feel like you're not receiving anything. And then just like that kid who did the chores but didn't get any money, you crack a tantrum and you quit the gym. Instead of thinking about what the gym experience is actually giving you, what the exercising experience is actually giving you, and the fact that you feel more comfortable when you get dressed in the morning, the fact that you have been meal prepping your lunches um, the night before instead of just going to the canteen and buying uh, sausage roll, you know. We're not looking at the bigger picture. We're only seeing the one driving force, and it's not really benefiting us, is us is it in the long run? Because essentially it's just making us quit. So I have compiled a list of six things as to why I think you should start today. If you haven't started already, or it could be a list of like why you should keep going. If you know, you're feeling like you want to tap out or you're feeling like you need a break or anything. So number one is because you love your body. It's as simple as that. It's because you love your body. And you might be sitting there going, well, I don't love my body. I hate my body. And it's like, but do you not love that your body is functioning? Do you not love your body because it can get yourself out of bed in the morning? Do you not love your body because it allows you to go play with your kids or, you know, go to the beach with your friends? Like, What does your body do that you love beyond how it looks? We need to start looking at our bodies instead of just its physicalness and we need to start looking at our bodies as the vessel that literally allows us to fucking live and breathe. Like I love the fact that my lungs work. I love the fact that my heart pumps blood around my body, you know. So find things about your body that you love that aren't physical, but also imagine being able to love your physical body too. Start today so that you can learn how to love your physical body without it being looking like a supermodel walking down the runway because let's be honest, none of us are going to look like that and it needs to be okay. Number two, to become your best self and again, This goes beyond your physical body. This goes beyond how you look because you talk to anybody who's been in the gym for a long time and they will say that the gym changed their motherfucking lives. And it's not because they grew some muscles, it's not because their aerobic capacity got better, it's because the gym taught them discipline, it's because the gym taught them self love, it's because the gym them community. It's because it's taught them so many different valuable lessons that you know you're actually kind of meant to learn at high school or primary school but you don't. Whenever you think about your goals just know that your goals are your higher self. They're the person that you want to be. That's the person that you want to aspire to be. So the idea is that you start showing up before it feels comfortable. You start showing up before it feels normal and then over time it becomes comfortable and it becomes normal. You know going to the gym is going to feel out of routine for a little bit until all of a sudden going to the gym is just what you do. It's why I can personally go for months with actually not enjoying my gym routine but I don't stop going because going to the gym is just so ingrained in what I do. It just makes sense. And even though I'm not enjoying it, it would be still so strange to not go. Number three is to grow your confidence. It is as simple as that. So many people come into the gym to grow their confidence, to learn about themselves, to see that they can take up space, that they can do hard things, to feel good in their body. There's so many different forms of confidence. I'm so fucking passionate about it, but I'm just going to leave it there, I think, because growing your confidence is, number one, such a big topic. But I also think it's really self-explanatory and it is a major, major reason why you should start today, because you deserve to feel confident. Number four is to improve your mental and your physical health. You know, I don't think at any point in our lives, in our journey, you can say I'm 100 percent in the best physical and mental condition that I you know could ever be in you might be in the best physical and mental condition that you've ever been in before and that's amazing that's a standard you always want to be chasing but really physical health can only increase mental health can only increase um and i just i just fucking love it like getting to work on your body and getting to work on your mindset and your mental health again it's such a privilege it's something that you get to do and you'll notice when i talk i say get to a lot instead of, oh, you have to go work on it because then it becomes a chore and nobody likes doing chores and chores are boring and insinuate that it's not really fun. Whereas like getting to work on yourself is fucking fun. And so many people will go their entire lives without actually working on themselves and without having any like level of consciousness. And this is my theory as to why people have midlife crises 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 I think it's crises anyway um, so people go their entire lives just doing what they've been told and we can go back to the the word determinism right you know doing what society has told you being influenced by external factors so you go to uni you meet you know your partner you get married you have the kids and then all of a sudden you wake up when you're like 40 50 60 whatever middle age and you're like how the fuck did I end up here how is my life this? This isn't this wasn't my dream when I was 22. What's going on? And you have these th- this crisis because you're just like I don't recognize who I am anymore. All of a sudden, I'm, you know, 50, yet I still feel 22. And I think it comes from a lack of consciousness. It comes from a lack of understanding of who we are, of what we desire, of what our values are, because if you don't know your values, then you can't align and live your life with the most fulfilling trajectory for specifically you, not for what everybody else is doing. Reason number five is to meet new people. And I think even if you don't want to meet new people, even if you don't want to be Um, talking to people while you're at the gym, you just want to get in and do your own thing. The gym really does make you feel like you're a part of something bigger. I think just all being in a room, working on yourselves, if you take a moment to kind of just like look around at what everybody else is doing and just like sit in this gratitude of like, Wow! Look at all these individuals. They are here to help themselves. But I will say, if you can, you know, move past either like your being an introvert or your insecurities, and actually just like talk to somebody, you know, compliment somebody's um, gym gear, ask them to help you with an exercise. Maybe you need a spot. Ask them what exercise they're doing because it's it's new and you've never seen it before. I just think you'll see how gorgeous the world is and how nice people are. And I had um, somebody at the gym yesterday ask me if I wanted help getting a couple extra reps on my last set of bicep curls. And it was just the nicest thing because it's just like everybody's there to work out, to better themselves. And it's just it's just a beautiful community vibe. So that's my reason. Number five is to meet new people. And then reason number six, that was my drum roll, is the hardest part is starting. Reason number six as to why you should start today is because the hardest part is simply starting. So why do we keep prolonging it? Why do we keep putting it off? Why do we keep saying on Monday, tomorrow, in the new year, in the next month, like just start today? Because there's not this... Per- perfection thing. We make this perfection thing, right? We make it out that we have to have the gym membership. We have to have the food in our fridge. We have to have the clothes. We have to have the perfect sleep. Um, It's just like lots of those things are important, like sleep, but it's just not as important as we make it out to be because you can simply start by going for a walk. Call it a hot girl walk if it helps, but you can simply start by going for a walk. You can simply start by having... You know, having breakfast, because I know a lot of people don't have breakfast or, you know, taking tuna and rice for lunch instead of taking no lunch. Like it is that simple. It is that simple. But in saying that in the same breath, because we have duality here on this podcast, I know how hard starting is. So you're thinking about Think about it. If you start tomorrow, if you start today, it's never going to be as hard as that day. It's only ever going to get easier. And what we're putting off is that first day, is that hard because we see that first day and that difficulty and we go, that's what it's always going to be like. And I can promise you it's not always going to be like that. It does get easier. It does get better. It does become a part of your lifestyle. It does become second nature, just like brushing your teeth. So honestly, if you take anything away from today's episode, it's just to start today because once you've done the hard part, it it only gets easier. I'll say it a million times. It only gets easier. Alrighty, guys. Cue the transition music because <laughs> we're moving on to the questions. I put up a question box on Instagram, and I have. Two questions from that box that I really want to answer. Um, And I'm just so grateful to the girlies who sent me all their questions and I will be answering more in future episodes. I kind of like doing the question box. I could do them every single week if you guys are into that. Let me know. Um, Otherwise, you're always so welcome to just like message me on Instagram um, at hannarose.fit if there's anything that you ever want to talk to me about or ask a question for your own personal knowledge, um, I'm so fucking here, to it, here for it. I would love to talk to you guys. But the first question that I want to answer today is what's the reason you got into coaching? And I love this question so much because it just brings a smile to my face as to like, to just to think about, you know, my journey in coaching and why I got into it. And I think I got into coaching because, well, I, <laughs> I think I got into coaching. It's something that's kind of changed for me over time as to like why I got into coaching. But I'm, I am I think it started because I wanted to help people and I didn't know how I felt towards paramedicine anymore. I didn't know how I felt towards being a paramedic. And obviously, like I spoke about in the last episode, that it was during covid Um and I, I was just getting really, really bored of doing nothing. I was getting really bored of waiting to hear from the ambulance service. But I also just didn't know if I wanted to be a paramedic anymore. So I started looking at other things, other places. I was really, I've, I've had my Instagram since 2017, guys. So for a really long time, much longer than um, I have been coaching. So I was always into fitness, but during COVID I got even more into it. I gained quite a lot of followers during COVID. I was like posting every single day. And that's also when I decided that I wanted to get into bodybuilding. Um, So I guess the passion really came from that. And I I I realized that, you know, exercise actually does really make you feel good. And I started to see my own progress. And I was like, wow, I want to make an impact like that for other people. All throughout uni, I always wanted to do my personal training certificates. Um, There was a girl, uh, a, a woman who was a personal trainer at a gym that I used to go to back home in Torquay. And I just thought she was the coolest person ever. I thought she had the coolest friends in the industry and she had the coolest job and, you know, she looked amazing. And I just, I just really, really looked up to her. She was a couple years older than me and I did a six week kind of like personal training stint with her. And she I really do look at and think about and I'm like you were one of the big reasons why I wanted to get into this industry just because I looked up to her so much and I wanted to be I guess that inspiration and that leader for girls who I saw myself in essentially um and with the whole oh god what am I gonna do with my career I I knew that I always felt comfortable in the gym space I had always loved being in the gym for my 16th birthday, I got given a gym membership. Like I've always loved it. um, And to be able to have a career in it, to be able to be at the gym every single day, to be able to make that your community and then to be able to connect with like-minded people. And like I said, to be able to connect with girls who I saw and I see myself in is just so fucking rewarding and so incredible I think over time though, like my reason for being a coach has definitely changed. It definitely at the beginning was, you know, more about, I want people to feel good and I want them to feel confident, confident, oh my goodness, confident and comfortable in their bodies. And like, I've always wanted that, but I think even more so now I'm like, let's make exercise a part of your life. It's not just here to get a physique result, result. I want it to be established in your life forever. And I just think now I go through I, or oh, I navigate my business and my coaching in such a more holistic way than I used to. And it's more about creating balance. It's more about enjoying life and finding fulfillment in your own body and in your own life and in your own being and finding that confidence. And It's just it's just a bit of a different approach as to how I went about it at the start. It's probably a different approach to, you know, a lot of other online coaches and personal trainers. But I do think the industry is moving in more of a holistic way, in less of a way that's like you need to learn how to track your macros. I don't think that everybody has to learn to track their macros. You know, tidbit, it's handy, but it's not it's not necessary um, because not everybody needs that kind of stimulus in their life. I think my reason for getting into coaching came from a less educated place, whereas now my reason for staying in coaching comes from wanting to truly, truly empower other women to just show them how strong and incredible and fucking magical just women are. And women who work on themselves and work in like on themselves in the gym space, in the health space, they're just delicious people. It's just so romantic and so amazing. And I just love the notion of getting to romanticize all this stuff for yourself. And it's just so exciting. It's so exciting to see so many girls come into my world to build their confidence and to build their connection to self and understand their values. And it's just, it's just a juicy experience. Okay. Next and last question is how do you go about self-talk on days when you're not feeling your best? Oh my God, this is an amazing question and a question I'm so excited to answer because I talk about this a lot with my clients and with myself. Like I think everybody has to recognize or everybody needs to know that no one's immune from a bad self-talk day. You know, none of those influencers, none of those coaches, nobody is immune from a bad self-talk day. We all experience them. We all go through them. I think what I do on a bad self-talk day is I refuse to let it mean anything about me because one day does not define my person. One day does not define my worth. And I think it also comes down to how much worth do you place on your physical body? How much, like how does that define who you are and if you're worthy of having close connections, if you're worthy of looking after your physical body, if you're worthy of getting up in the morning and having a shower, like how does your physical body, how does the connection to that actually impact where you see yourself as valuable and invaluable? So what I mean by don't make it mean anything about you is that you can have the thought and you can think the thing and you can go, oh, that's not very nice self-talk, but it doesn't then have to become the truth. What a lot of people will do is, for example, they'll, you know, look in the mirror and they go, oh, I look fat today. And then all of a sudden they're fat. That's them. Now that's their identity. Instead of looking in the mirror and going, oh, I look fat today. And then going, okay, maybe we don't look in the mirror anymore today. And maybe I go focus on something else because obviously whatever's going on there is, is not something that I really want to play into. And that's kind of my second point is that I will remove the trigger, because what's the point in keeping the trigger there if it's looking in the mirror that's not making me feel good? Well, then I'll stop looking in mirrors. I'll. It's not like about avoiding, but it's just being conscious of what is the trigger and what's making me feel um, bad about myself. You know, maybe I'll put on a different outfit. Maybe if I'm wearing something a little bit more out of my comfort zone, I'll change it into something a little bit more comfortable. You know, maybe it's also about, oh, I actually haven't done any exercise today. And I'm not saying that exercise is what's going to make you feel good because then you'll feel fit. But it's just like that's really clearing for your mind. It's like a circuit breaker. You know, actually, sometimes I will show love to myself by having a dance party. And again, I'm thinking about what can be a circuit breaker for those negative thoughts that I'm having. Because what a lot of people will do is have the negative thoughts and then that has to define their day. Because they had a negative thought, that that's just how Friday went. Oh, how did how did Friday go? You know, um, Sarah, oh, it wasn't very good because I didn't feel very good in my body at, at 10 a.m. And then that just kind of stayed around the whole day. Oh, did you do anything to change it? Uh, no, because I just felt really bad about myself. And we can see, like, how... The consciousness isn't there to go, oh, I actually have control right now because those behaviors of sitting in the uncomfortable, in sitting in the negative thought, it comes from our emotions and our emotions come from our thoughts. So everything starts with a thought then it becomes an emotion and then the emotion can translate into a behavior. So what you need to go back to is the thought. It's the initial thought which is the mean girl thought. It's the mean, it's the inner bitch voice thought that you're you're thinking when you're looking at yourself in the mirror. And then the emotion will be, you know, you're feeling discouraged or you're feeling disappointed in yourself. And then the behavior might be, okay, I'm going to emotionally eat or I'm going to go and kill myself in the gym because Um, I'm not worthy and I need to punish my body, you know? So it's about controlling the thought and not making it mean anything about us. And I think it's really handy to actually say that to yourself or ask yourself that. You can have these negative thoughts and go, okay, am I making this about me right now? Am I making this a part of my identity right now? Am I making this a part of my day's story right now? It's also about knowing what could possibly be making you feel negative about yourself in that moment. So for me personally, I use fake tan. I fake tan because it makes me feel better about myself. So when I'm feeling negative, I usually check in and I'm like, okay, could that be because we're going to fake tan tonight or tomorrow and you're just feeling a little bit uncomfortable and pale right now for your comfortability? Or in the past when I had eyelash extensions, again, checking in. Okay, maybe do your eyelash extensions need a refill? Oh, yeah, you've got an appointment tomorrow, so potentially that's a reason why you're not feeling so good about yourself right now. Could it be that you went out um, on the weekend and you you know, drank a bit too much or you went to bed bloated one night? Could that be the reason? Is your period coming? Could you be holding water retention from that? Could that be the reason? So I'm not trying to always blame it on something else or have a cover-up, but it is about being aware of what else is going in on in your life that could cause this kind of reaction and this kind of thought pattern. So essentially, to wrap that up, it is... Are you making it mean something about you to a degree that's more than it has to be? And how can you remove the trigger? What's triggering you right now? What's making you feel negative about yourself? How can you remove the trigger? Oh, my gosh. Um, if you guys have any more questions about these two topics, you know, maybe you've got more questions for my story. Maybe you've got more questions um, about, you know, how to go on those days where the self talk is negative, or I said something here that you want me to speak more to. Please come into my DMs. This has been this has been so amazing. I cannot believe that we are wrapping up episode two of the most delicious life podcast, and it just feels so delicious doesn't it? Oh my goodness. Um, But you guys can find me on Instagram at hannahrose.fit. Podcast episodes are released every Wednesday, so do not forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And I will see you all next week on the Most Delicious Life podcast.